0: How is life going where you are? I hope you are happy, healthy, enjoying yourself and enjoying the company you keep. From the Costa Rica section of the new book in progress, here is the very beginning of what might be the absolute strangest vacation ever taken by a human being. This short section will be in the beginning of the book. It actually happened 15 years ago, but is an essential premise to the current around the world after diagnosed death trip that will make up most of the new book. The current trip and the book about it are both being seriously stretched out by virus-related tragedy and the accompanying politically manipulated mandates. At times it feels like someone else is pulling this story's strings. At other times it feels like someone else is pulling everyone's strings. Thank you for reading, and thank you for clicking on the backlinks. Be well. Love, Tenzin. P.S. As always, if you find these weekly bits bothersome, let me know and I'll stop sending them to you. If you find the reading at all enjoyable, please, it literally takes only seconds, click one or more or all of the highlighted backlinks following this paragraph. This simple process is completely without risk, cost, or difficulty. All it does is bring you to the site that is highlighted. Each click is a big help in pushing Fearless Puppy up in the Google rankings. Whether you browse the sites or close the windows immediately, your help has been delivered when you click. Thank you! Fearless Puppy Website Blog Fearless Puppy on American Road slash Amazon Page Reincarnation through Common Sense slash Amazon Page Fearless Website The Bizarre Costa Rican Pura Vida Metaphysical, Metaphorical Death and Reincarnation of the Fearless Puppy There is an important definition of reincarnation that does not involve physical death. It is described well in Reincarnation through Common Sense, the book between Fearless Puppy on American Road and this one. The very short version of it says that the concept of reincarnation can be seen from an angle that has nothing to do with migrating souls entering new physical bodies. We are each constantly being reborn within this very life. Each time a person changes his or her mind and acts on it, the change is added to that person's makeup. He or she becomes, to a certain extent, a new person. Just how new we become is up to the person doing the becoming. It can be a slight and temporary change or a bigger and much longer lasting one. The change can have a minimal effect on one singular person or affect the entire world and change history. Every slightly new person has the option to turn their recent revelations into solid habits and convictions. That can take time and consistent reinforcement. It involves both instant recognition and continuing process. This definition of ongoing reincarnation is the root system of evolution. As we change the thoughts that produce our actions, we influence our development not only as individuals but also as cultures and as a species. The evidence suggests that evolution can happen a lot more quickly, pleasantly, and efficiently when it is consciously directed. I need to start practicing my own personal reincarnation and consciously direct it pretty damn quickly. This calling I feel is not a spiritual direction. It is time to shape up or die in the more literal sense. Like so many folks my age, I have been indulging excessively on several fronts for decades. This pleasant stupidity cannot last much longer before the physical degeneration invites death to pay its visit. Death will, of course, happen to us all anyway, but the evidence says that with a little bit of conscious effort and change, it can be delayed. So it seems that in order to put off physical death, I have to achieve a more spiritual and psychological death, a slaying of many old, destructive habits and a dismantling of the attitudes responsible for them. This job calls for the nothing-to-it-but-to-do-it approach. This approach starts with the immediate understanding and ongoing recognition that all destructive habits, attachments, and restrictive relationships with anything or anyone are, and have always been, self-manufactured. That's right. I built these habits with my own thoughts and actions. Of course there have been bad influences and societal coercions, but no one ever tied me down and forced me to take part in unhealthy activity. I carry the responsibility of having orchestrated my own physical decay, so it only makes sense that I can orchestrate attitude adjustments that will produce the right changes in habit to allow and increase the number of years I get to stay on the planet. As with everything else my generation has accomplished or failed at, I'll do this orchestrating in an excessive way. Several near-lifelong habits are now being instantly evicted including, cigarettes, fried food, coffee, sugar, 40 years of daily ganja, and near-daily alcohol consumption. Just to make things interesting, I will also quit a decades-long mission that included raising funds for worthy well-established ecological groups as well as inventing and then implementing independent charity projects of my own to help various causes. Joining these on the temporary chopping block are my significant other, friends, country, and a few other things that I can't remember right now due to dizziness from the withdrawal symptoms that are already starting to kick in. I don't want to permanently quit doing the charity projects, having friends, intimate relations, or ganja. Those changes will be temporary. But an iron logic dictates that cigarettes, fried foods, alcohol, sugar, and a few other health liabilities need to be drastically reduced immediately, and should probably be eliminated altogether in the long run. It all begins right here and now, writing this while sitting on a plane to Costa Rica. No doubt several other changes are waiting to accompany the withdrawal symptoms that the initial full-bore cold turkey onslaught is already producing. Life on earth, and in the sky, is starting to look and feel like a cartoon. There are usually nine months between conception and birth. Since this is a rebirth of sorts, it seems fitting that I stay in Costa Rica for that length of time. The total experience should be a lot more fun than the withdrawal symptoms that bring me to it. There are good reasons to spend time in Costa Rica besides reincarnation. Most reports about this country are positive. All the shining reports seem to stem from and revolve around one major factor. Costa Rica may be the only country in the world that has been without a standing army for the past 50 years. They haven't dealt with any deadly combat, threatening enemies, or the highly dramatized media-induced paranoia that usually accompanies even the emptiest of military threats. Fear-based Defensive tendencies are not part of the national psyche. This lack of fear, admittedly made possible by a major U.S. military presence, fosters a practical, humane, working consideration for all living things. Costa Rica puts its resources into more intelligent processes than the ones most countries allow to occupy their policies and suck up their budgets. The country has a 97% literacy rate and unparalleled respect for nature, and a thriving ecotourism industry that financially and functionally supports that respect. While CR has only one quarter of one percent of the world's total land mass, it contains a full five percent of the biodiversity on earth. Habitats range from rainforests and volcanoes to beaches and mangrove swamps. Strong environmental laws protect 25 percent of the country. The enlightened national conservation system is considered an international role model. This, in combination with the lack of military concerns, makes Costa Rica perhaps the most comfortable and securely protected nation on the planet. Looking at nature as something to cherish rather than conquer has been a benefit to the Costa Rican humans as well as to the environment that contains and sustains them. The people here are as beautiful as the natural surroundings. This is understandable. The war consciousness embraced by most of the world has been replaced by ease, security, and self-respect as well as the ever-present fondness for nature. This shiny cultural package produces more smiles than fear. If a culture doesn't focus on fear, the odds drastically increase that the citizens within will stay happy. Happiness shows up on people. It keeps them from aging quickly. There are relatively mild drug and crime problems here, especially in the capital city, but for the most part Costa Rica is a happy, democratic, prosperous, and politically stable nation in the midst of a very unstable region. Some of Costa Rica's autonomy comes from the fact that at the time Columbus landed there in 1502, and for centuries after, Guatemala City was the main base station of Spain's empire in the Western Hemisphere. Spain didn't want to bother much with any place as far away and as sparsely populated as Costa Rica. Colonizing folk never liked to work their own land, especially in the torrid heat and humidity of Central America. Costa Rica didn't have enough natives for the conquerors to enslave, so it was mostly left alone. Lack of colonial socialization allowed the native people to maintain and develop their own unique and very pleasant way of life. That pleasant way of life included a democratic nature. Freedom has almost always been a big part of living in the land of pure Vida, pure life. More from both Costa Rica and Nepal soon. Many thanks to our wonderful friends at Pima Boutique Hotel for their help and support. The books Fearless Puppy on American Road and Reincarnation Through Common Sense by the same author are also available through Amazon or the Fearless Puppy website, where there are sample chapters from those books. Entertaining TV slash radio interviews with and newspaper articles about the author are also available there. There is no charge for anything but the complete books. All author profits from book sales will be donated to help sponsor an increase in the number of wisdom professionals on earth beginning with but certainly not limited to Buddhist monks and nuns. If you missed the introduction to the new book that will be titled Temple Dog Soldier, or would like to see several chapters of it that are available for free online, go to the Puppy website blog section. This is a book in progress. You will be reading it as it is being created. Just like you, I don't know what the next chapter is going to be about until it is written. As the intro will tell you, this is a totally true story and probably the only book ever written by and about a corpse journeying completely around the world.